and happy new year. This is the last episode of the Tax Chick podcast for 2023 and also the last episode of season four of the podcast. I meant to release this earlier. Things got a little crazy. So here we go. I'm getting in like two days below the end of the calendar year. I have had a really crazy um, last couple of weeks. As a tax lawyer, I had been posting on LinkedIn and Instagram about how Christmas is a crazy time for tax planners because there's always year-end planning that has to happen and it's always very last minute. And this year was perhaps more extreme than normal because all of the tax changes that are coming into effect on January 1, there was a bunch of plans that have to be done in this calendar year. And so we were all a little bit more backed up than usual. But the highlight of the end of my year was my trip to London, England for the STEP Worldwide Branch Chairs Assembly. And I realized that I haven't talked a lot on this podcast or on my platforms about what STEP is, uh, what STEP Worldwide is, and sort of why I was in London. And so I thought I would take a few minutes at the beginning of this episode to tell you a little bit about STEP and what I was doing in London um, for these events. So STEP is short for the Society of Trust and Estate Practitioners, and it is a global body. Um, The head of the body is in London, England, and Canada has a very large um, branch or section of this body. Um, But overall, uh, globally, there's more than 21,000 people that are part of this organization. It includes lawyers, accountants, uh, trust advisors, um, financial advisors, investment advisors, and other professionals. And full step members have something called a TEP designation or a trust and estate practitioner designation um, that they can put behind their name. And I was able to get one of those designations back in 2018. And in Canada, you have to earn that designation and you earn it either through demonstrated expertise through writing a series of exams or writing a series of papers. So it's it's not something that you can pay to get. You have to somehow earn it. And there are a couple of goals of STEP. And, and the underlying goals of STEP are part of the reason why I've always wanted to be involved in the organization. So there's a huge public policy component. And those who know me know that I'm pretty scrappy. And I like to think about my role as a lawyer in the global world scheme and how I can give back to the community in order to make things better for my clients and others around me. And there's a big public policy component to STEP. I'm currently the deputy chair of our National Public Policy Committee. And over the last couple of years, we've organized a symposium in Canada to deal with vulnerable clients and how we can support vulnerable clients, which we saw increasingly during COVID because of isolation. And so a lot of our more elderly clients or those who have dependencies um, were in extremely vulnerable situations with family members and friends. And as professionals, we're often not able to do much about it um, if we see people being pressured to change their estate planning documents or clean out their bank accounts. There are limitations to what we as professionals can do. And so we brought together people from across the country to brainstorm and do a bit of a think tank as to what resources were available. And this culminated in an amazing report that came out this year that is a wonderful resource and starting point for practitioners who are facing this issue. Um, it is soon going to be available to the public. Right now it's available to step members on the step website. And I know I've certainly looked at it 
a couple of times this past year uh, with situations that um, I had found myself a part of. So that's really amazing. We're also tackling some of these public um, corporate transparency regimes, in particular the one in Quebec. And we're also part of a global group that's lobbying governments around the world to have reciprocity for powers of attorney. So right now, if you have a power of attorney in Canada, that power of attorney is probably not valid in the States or in France or in China or in somewhere else. And we have clients who are increasingly more global. So it'd be really wonderful if we had those reciprocity agreements. Within Canada itself, if you've made a power of attorney in one province, for the most part, that power of attorney will be accepted in other provinces, but not so in different countries. So very exciting movement on the way. There is also a huge education component to STEP, and so um, there's a big focus on making sure practitioners have the most up-to-date technical information on estate and trust and tax law. And there's also a connection and collaboration piece. And that was the big piece that I got to be a part of when I was in London, England. There is a requirement almost that if you're going to be a part of this group, you need to be collaborative. You need to want to work with others and you need to, to be prepared to share and support. And so it there's this focus on trying to have us connecting not only across our own country, but also around the world. And I'm currently the chair of Step Saskatchewan. And by being in London, I got the chance to connect with other chairs of groups around the country. Um, So I met people from Sweden and Switzerland and Germany and South Africa and Barbados and the Isle of Man and Guernsey and Singapore and, of course, all over the U.S., And I'm kind of a geek when it comes to estate planning and taxes. So the chance to chat with these individuals and find out what's happening in their country, what do their tax laws look like, what do their estate planning laws look like, and to find that there's actually a lot of similarities across countries in terms of the the things that we're facing. Um, We're all facing and navigating this increasing barrage of government regulation and changes, and that seems to be happening globally. And to find out how different practitioners are dealing with it and kind of coming together, support each other, it was just so, so cool. Um, One day we met at the Gowling's office uh, in London, and the Gowling's office in London has floor-to-ceiling windows that literally look onto the London Bridge. It's quite a breathtaking view um, to come to work to every day. Um, they had us in some old castles and, uh, and just testing out some very cool and unique places. We stayed at the Malmaison Charter House, which was a phenomenal hotel. I would stay there again anytime. It was quiet. It was peaceful. The rooms were a wonderful size. The food was phenomenal and the staff were excellent. Um, so it was great. Nearby two tube stations, so easy to get around. I did stay a couple of extra days. Um, there just to explore England on my own. I have been trying to get to Europe for all 40 years of my life. And my trips always got thwarted for some reason, most recently because of COVID. My husband and I were going to be going and doing a Spain and Portugal trip and had to cancel it. And so the fact that I actually, you know, stepped onto European soil was a pretty big deal. Um, I got pretty good at riding the tube by the end and remembering which way to look when I crossed the street so I didn't get hit by a car. And London at Christmas time is absolutely magical. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of a Christmas freak, love Christmas, and they do Christmas right in London. It is really phenomenal. Um, I think that trip was probably, might have been one of the best trips of my life. Um, and I, I wished after I came home that I had brought my husband with me. Um, he had stayed behind to work, um, but uh, we will definitely be back again. 
um, looking into more of what London has to offer. Now, coming up, um, I decided that I want to continue this podcast into 2024. Uh, we're finishing off season four. I'm going to take a brief hiatus. I'm going to start up again with season five in March of 2024. And Craig is busy right now. He has been working for a while in some new intro and outro music for the podcast. And I told him that this time I want a beat drop of some sort. So I don't know what he's going to come up with. He's been busily uh, learning Ableton Live. And he got um, all of the different um, packages with native instruments. And so we've been looking through some of 40's beats and 40's um, keyboard uh, selections. And 40, of course, is the guy who creates all the beats for Drake. Um, and he has his own packages through here, which are pretty, pretty cool. So we'll see. Stay tuned. I'm excited. Maybe he'll come up with more than one. I don't know. Maybe we'll debut a couple. You guys can choose. But it is the end of the year, and as much as I hate to bow to peer pressure, I feel like it's an appropriate time to reflect on the past year and look forward to 2024 and where that's going to take us. And so when I looked back on 2023, um, it was a pretty crazy year. I had chosen the word abundance for 2023, and I think after reflecting on what ended up happening in 2023, that word took a turn that was much different than I had anticipated. 2023 was nuts um, in terms of what what happened. I mean, it started with me launching my new website, www.thetaxcheck.ca. That was a personal labor of love. I designed and created that website completely on my own. And every time I log on, I just feel this great sense of pride at what I created and the fact that I was able to put all of my stuff in one location. And I, I want to continue improving and updating that website in 2024. If you haven't popped on yet, um, here are some things about the website. So it contains what I call the Tax Chick Learning Center. The Learning Center includes all of my blog posts, and there's over 70 of them now, and also all of my go-to third-party resources for tax and estate planning knowledge. Now, the access to this Learning Center is completely free. You just have to create your own um, account. It is very important to me that all of my resources remain ad-free and just free to the public and to those who want to access them. I also have a guide on there um, for the podcast. So if you're looking for where to start in terms of podcast episodes, I've created certain streams and suggested orders of listening um, if you're learning about a specific topic. And I also include information on selected speaking engagements. So I love to speak. I love to teach about tax and estate planning. And I'm really excited. I've got some cool stuff lined up for 2024. Um, with speaking in 2023... Um, I did my usual educational speaking at conferences, but I also leapt into the unknown and did my first keynote speech, uh, which was scary and terrifying. And it was mostly scary and terrifying because I was asked to speak about myself and how I got to where I am versus being asked to speak about a tax and estate planning topic. So that was way harder. But it was so fun. It was so exhilarating. Got to meet some great people and, uh, you know, kind of kind of stepped over that that scary barrier and uh, now ready to do more for sure. 2023 was also a crazy year of travel. I was in Toronto multiple times, uh, Montreal, New York City for my 40th. Uh, Craig and I went to Vancouver for the Drake concert. Um, I was in England for Step Worldwide. I was in Cambridge for uh, Cambridge, Ontario for the Senior Estates Conference. And on a professional level, it was the first year that I can say I I finally was working on 
files that really brought me joy and energized me and like all of the files did. And I've been a lawyer for almost 16 years. So to finally be able to say that is pretty cool. And I kind of have this perfect blend right now of tax litigation and these estate planning, estate administration files that have what what I like to call complicating factors. So assets in other countries, beneficiaries in other countries or jurisdictions, you know, legacy trust planning, long-term dependencies, or helping business families navigate that split of assets between the business kids and the non-business kids. And I've also started working more regularly with trust companies, which has been truly rewarding to provide counsel. And I've just gotten to do a lot more collaborative work with um, professionals and other disciplines. And that is one of my favorite things to do. So I'm really excited about 2024 and continuing this. And then when I was looking back at 2023, the thing I totally forgot about, maybe you did too, or if you're an accountant, you probably didn't, is remember CRA went in strike in the spring? So that happened. And that sort of threw a bit of a wrench into the year as well. Here's hoping that does not happen in 2024. Uh, 2024 is looking to be an exciting year too. I actually have some speaking engagements booked. So if you're going to be in Toronto in January for the ATAP Refresh Tax Conference, I will be there. I am giving two sessions on trusts. I am doing a trust 101 and also a more advanced trust uh, topic session. And I really hope to see you there. Uh, In March, I'm going to be speaking in Saskatoon at a women in business event um, to other professionals who are helping with estate planning. And I'm excited about that as well. And June, I'll be back in Toronto for the Step Canada National Conference. I'm in the organizing committee this year again. Not sure if I'll be speaking, but I am super excited about the lineup of presentations. And then in the fall, I'm hoping to go to Chicago for a cross-border conference um, to Cambridge, Ontario again for senior estates. And then my mom turned 75 this year and she wants to go to New York City and she wants to see the Rockettes and see the Rockefeller Christmas tree at Christmas. And so we're going to go to New York. I took her for her 70th, and she'd always want to be in New York, but now she wants to go Christmas. So we're going to go back for her 75th. Why not? Um, I think it'll be really fun. Craig turns 40 in 2024. I hope he doesn't mind me announcing this on my podcast. And so he decided he wants a trip for his birthday too. Undoubtedly, Craig's trip is going to include multiple NBA games. I'm thinking we may end up somewhere in California, so stay tuned. And the one thing I'm really hoping for in 2024 is less tax changes. I'm just exhausted. I am kind of holding my breath for this year's budget. And every time somebody says, well, Amanda, I mean, what else could they change? I kind of cringe because I still think there's more that could be done. And pretty much since 2016, we have been battling hard um, to deal with these sweeping changes to very fundamental pieces of our tax system. And it would be nice to kind of sit back and just focus on what we got for a little while. I mean, in Saskatchewan, we may have some things heating up on the estate planning front because the Saskatchewan government is currently reviewing proposed legislation on digital wills to allow you to sign wills by DocuSign, which is super crazy. So stay tuned about that and see if it comes to fruition in 2024. Uh, Just a reminder in 2024 as well that if you have a Canada uh, emergency business account loan, it needs to be repaid by January the 18th. Um, Alternatively, um, if you have some financing in place uh, by March of 2024, specifically March 28th, 2024, you can still get that forgivable portion, but interest is going to accrue from January 19th onwards. Um, That forgivable portion is taxable. Don't forget to tell your accountant included on your tax return. I do have a podcast episode and a blog post on this, so I won't go into much more of it, but check those out um, now 
is like the last minute that you should be looking into how you're going to pay this or how you're going to finance it. Um, we had really thought the government was going to push back the deadline, but I haven't heard anything yet. And otherwise, just Happy New Year. I hope that whatever plans you have for tomorrow night are going to be fun and exactly what you want to end this year and to start off 2024. I want to thank you for your willingness to open yourself up to learning about tax by listening to this podcast and for your support of me and the blog and the podcast. I I really, really appreciate it. Uh, make sure to follow me on Instagram at tax.chick if you want to see uh, what I'm doing in 2024, where I'm traveling and what my adventures are. Um, please connect with me if we ever meet up at a conference. And again, I really appreciate your support. Happy, happy new year. Happy new year.